Hello moms, it's Hello. Wednesday and you know it's a mom's life always bringing you the hottest topics in this cold winter because we care about you moms and yes. everything that we speak about and we share are things that affect you and things that might make you better as a mother. And if you've missed last week's amazing show, we were discussing on what values are we teaching our children. Yeah. The Bible says you will know the tree by its fruit. And what we teach our children will be shown in the fruit of their life. Yes. And this week we are chatting. It's going to get a little bit intense. No, I'm kidding. It's actually not. Um, we are chatting a little bit around who's the boss. So yeah. gender roles and gender equality, you know, um, in the household. What are the roles of a dad and a mom? Um, this must get some tension going, you know, in some households, you know. Mm -hmm. But let's let's not get too carried away. We'll get some opinions on the roles as well uh, for next week's show. But today we're just going to touch on the topic. And we can look at this as more of an insightful chat Absolutely. on on these these this, this topic, these roles. Let's go. Hot presenters. Hi, this is Gavin Inslin. The best topics. How do you turn your house from being just a normal home to a five star hotel? The hottest music. You love me the most entertaining presentation. You are in the movie show. And in your left corner you have Ryan. And in your right corner you have Bash. Everything you could ever want in radio. Radio has never been better. If I can confess, Denise, I absolutely hate when my husband says to me, but you're a woman, you do this better, but you're a woman, you know, you can do this. Everything inside of me resists and pushes back. <laughs> it can be anything from like small things like washing dishes or cleaning or wiping this or even changing, you know, the baby's diaper. Yep. I'm not a feminist, right? Just to say, <laughs> let me just say that <laughs> out there, I'm not, but I believe in partnership, yep. you know, in doing everything together. And when you start putting me in a box, that's one thing that I cannot deal with. And my husband knows because he's, he's, he's dealt with my wrath after that. So my husband doesn't say things like that anymore because I can't deal. So don't get me wrong. I do understand that we all have our function in the home. And my function as a mother, I'm there for it. And there are things I cannot expect my husband to do like breastfeeding. Or giving yeah. birth. <laughs> yeah. Because that's not in his design as a man. That's not in his makeup, right? Yeah. But there are those little things, you know, that are enforced by culture. Things like, you know, it's a disgrace if your man touches dishes. You have failed as a woman if your husband does the laundry. Like things like that. Excuse yeah. me? <laughs> so apparently this is a woman's job. And can I ask, actually, who gave the woman that job? Because I'd like to meet that person face to face and say, hi, sir, can we speak? Mm. Yeah, I think it's very much a cultural thing. Um, and it's in like almost every culture. I think yeah. that women are seen as, you know, must be in the kitchen, must, mustn't say anything, etc. But that's not how God sees it. So I don't think Ryan has ever said that to me. So not that I can recall anything like, you know, in terms of this is supposed to be a job. But there are many times I'm like doing the housework and he's doing his electronics. And I'm like, why are you not helping me? And he's like, 
I didn't, you didn't tell me to do that kind of thing, you know. So mm. it's more of a, you know, communication thing. Um, sometimes it's just a little bit of communication and yeah. a little nudge to say, hello, you're going to do that for me, right? So that the guys, you know, know, or even the woman, even the woman sometimes need a little nudge. And I honestly have learned this skill over a couple of years. And I may say that it's in recent years, not like, you know, and still haven't gotten this right many times. But yes, the wife can assist mm. the husband and the husband can assist the wife in many situations yeah. in the home mm-hmm. um, and to work as a team. So it's not just one person in one role. You know, if my husband's sick um, and he can't take the car to the mechanic, I'm going to take the car to the mechanic. I can't be like, you know, you're sick. Does, I don't care. Take the car yeah, to the mechanic. It's a man's job. <laughs> exactly. It's a man's <laughs> job. Yes. Um, we work as a team. So, yeah. so yes, that's my view. No, absolutely. And the, the, the world's view sometimes can be very destructive and dysfunctional. So, and the sad thing is this, the church or the church, the body of Christ has also taken some of the views that the world has on, you know, the gender roles or the, the gender inequality within the family. Yeah. And I'll just read some of them. And some of them, I um, they are okay. But some of them, it's like, mm, no, not so okay. Because our standard, yeah. again, is, is the word of God, right? Yeah. So the first one is ensuring equal participation of girls and women in education and the workspace. Yeah. Hello. I mean, we can all agree to that yes. one. The second one is giving women sovereignty over their bodies, including unrestricted access to modern contraceptives. In abortion. Mm. And that one is like, okay, hang on, wait. Yeah. <laughs> what does the Bible say? No. Because, yeah, it's, we, we're not going to discuss that now. And the third one is ending the practice of child and forced marriage, which violates girls' rights to a healthy and fulfilling life. Absolutely, yeah. I agree with that. And number four is granting women full equality under all laws and ending all policies that disadvantage women number five eliminating patriarchal attitudes and behaviors that cause women to suffer and that prevents them from accessing positions of power and then the last one is providing um, adequate parental leave and child care opportunities that enable women to have the same unhindered career progress as their partners. Yes, I think it's very important that women have the opportunities that men do within the workplace um, and treatments in public and social places. It's hugely Mm. important. But just looking at giving women sovereignty over their bodies, including unrestricted access to their modern contraception and abortion, I don't think Mm. I agree with this in my spirit. Mm. Because, again, you as a mother um, have a role to play. I don't think abortion should be a choice because it's no longer a woman's rights. It's actually a child's rights that we're talking about. And when it comes to that, um, a woman needs to step into their role as a mother and take up the responsibility mm. of the child and the blessing of their child. Yep, yes. I will say this. It doesn't matter how the child was conceived. Um, mm. Even if it was in terrible circumstances, their child is still alive and their child still has a purpose. So I don't really agree with that one up there. I think 
as we're speaking about roles and gender, gender roles, etc., I think that becomes a role of a mother. You're no longer, you're no longer yes. a woman who can just do what she wants. You mm. are now a mother, and the child comes first. Yeah. We're going to listen to hype from Crown's revamp. looking at what the bible says about this and just in saying that i know that there's a lot of women who have suffered oppression and pain under the hand of religion or in the name of religion yeah when you look at the word it's not god's heart for you as a woman to to be less valued or to be under oppression yeah and i speak to a lot of married women who feel that they have no purpose you know if they're not cleaning and cooking and raising kids and all of that 
um, they feel like they don't have any other place besides doing those things and that is false yeah. because God has a place for you woman God has a place for you and a purpose for you and the sad thing is that the women in the church also feel the same way I mean I felt I felt the same way too you know where I felt like my husband's ministry was more important than you know me having a ministry because if he is doing the ministry it means I must be raising the kids and cooking and cleaning and doing all of that but something inside of me was so frustrated because I believed that God had more for me too because mm. there is a purpose for me too. And yeah. once that was, you know, sorted out because we had to sort that out, right? First of all with God and second of all with my husband. Then God has also entrusted you, you know, with the ministry, not just your husband. Yeah. Um, I, I think it's just so important for, for women to not allow them to allow themselves to fall into this trap of okay i'm just cooking cleaning yeah. babysitting mom you're not just a cooking cleaning babysitting mom i think many women also make the decision to see themselves that way mm. instead of seeing the truth of who they are and who god says they are um it's it's society and the culture that does this yeah. and paints this picture but I, I really think we also make the decision to see ourselves that way. In many situations, you know, you can you can grow up in that kind of culture and society of this is what a woman does. But we need to change that mindset, especially if we have young girls. We go, this is what a woman does. But it doesn't stop here. A woman does ministry. A woman speaks into the lives of other women. A woman ministers. That is also what a woman does, just like the man has a role to bring in the income, for instance. You know, we can get all political about that. Um, but it's also the man's role to um, fulfill his purpose in terms of ministry, ministering to other men. It's so important for us to make sure that our thinking is clear and not just clouded by what society, culture and everyone says a woman should be. You know, it's it's very clear from the beginning as well, um, D, when we look at the word, that when God, you know, from Genesis 1 in creation, yeah. that he created men and women equal. He yeah. didn't create, you know, you better or you this or you whatever. Yeah. But when we look at, um, you know, the book of Genesis, we can see that God created men in his image and yeah. in his likeness. So there's no, the other one was less of an image of God than the other one. Yeah. But God created both of us, both sexes were equal, one spirit standing before God as man and woman, absolutely equal. Yeah. There was no, you know, any discrimination or favoritism or anything like that. But now when we look at Genesis 3, this is now the fall and the, the fall of man. Yeah. You know, we know the story. So I'm not going to read the verses because we, I believe we do know. You know, the story of Adam <laughs> and Eve. Yes, yeah. <laughs> so the, the, the fall happens and there was a curse that came with that. When God cursed the woman, obviously he's, he said to the woman, "With you will give you know, childbirth pains and all yeah. of that. But not only that, he said to her, you will be you know, subject to, to the man. So your desire will be for him. And same thing to the man. You will now work you know, hard to produce, you know, the work yeah. that God was freely giving the man in the garden. So now when you look at, for me, when I look at that, the curse that was brought upon the woman and the curse that was, you know, upon the man, yeah. we both took the curse and the curse became our identity. Yeah. The curse became who we are. Yeah. Because now when you look at the woman 
we're looking at ourselves through the lens of the curse yeah, not good. through you know the word of what god has done for us. that's why i love the cross yes because the cross of jesus christ broke the curse yes so amen. for the man and for the woman to break that curse so that we can go back to our original design yes. our god-given identity yeah adam messed it up but jesus fixed it up that's good Yes, and, and obviously the you know the roles in the household it's um, it, it's husband is the head of the home and the wife is the helper, but nowhere does it say that one role or function is better or more superior than the other. That's what yeah. people have have made it out to be. Oh no, I'm just the helper. You're actually not just the helper. Jesus left his Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit is actually your helper. Yeah. So what are you saying about the Holy Spirit? Oh, he's just a helper. No. They, it's an important function. Um, it means we have strengths, mm. and those strengths, when worked together the right way, it makes marriage and life a whole lot easier. Um, so women need to know their worth through the Word, yeah. and then understand that the, that these are strengths that God has given them, and not just what society has painted. Um, it to be you know it's, it's really important we're going to go into another song reactive supernatural and the song is called conquering i don't overtake him by temptation holding on to my I'm undefeated Not in my DNA His victory I'll repeat it Jesus leading me In a victory procession No weapon form will prosper He'll fight for me That blood that dripped from the thorns It gives me victory And I'm just living in victory Losing has become my history And if my God is for me Then nothing can come against me That blood that dripped from the thorns Gives me big 
victory And I'm just living in victory hey. Losing has become my history hey. And if my God is for me hey. Then nothing can come against me Guys, this is Sean from Hillsong, Pretoria. You're listening to Active FM, and the Christ music is hot music. See you later, man. So, in the midst of the Greek and the Romans, and the Jewish culture, which viewed women almost on the same level as possessions, and sometimes as you know, just objects or being sexualized as objects. Yeah. But Jesus showed love and respect for women. Yeah. So I love how Jesus treated women in the Bible because he. He is Jesus, and he yeah. gave us the example. I mean, the whole world should be looking at Jesus' example and how he actually treated women. So in the Jewish culture, they don't teach women the word of God. Yeah. So they would say, you know, it's better for them to burn you know, the Torah than teach it to a woman. <laughs> but sure. when we look at Jesus, Jesus never looked at a woman in, in that way. He always, yeah. you know, involved women in the ministry. He always used the woman as an example and teaching them. I mean, there's a lot of women that we can use as examples. Yeah. But when we look at the Samaritan woman, yes, she, how Jesus went to her and having that discussion and that conversation with, with that Samaritan woman, I mean, already, according to culture, yes. that was not supposed to yes. happen. But Jesus was breaking the culture to actually show us that, hey, listen, woman, you are also important. Listen, woman, you are worth listening to the word of God. You are worth to know actually this word so that you can teach it to other women. Yeah. And the same thing when he, another example is Mary and Martha. You know, when Mar- Martha, Mary, which one? Mary was sitting on Jesus' feet yeah. and listening to the word of God. And Martha was, you know, so consumed with, again, you know, what society has taught a woman should do, be in the kitchen, cook the meal. And Jesus yeah. was correcting that. And he said, listen, Mary is doing the better thing because she is listening to the word of God. Yeah. So now correcting that again to show the world or to show us a society that women have a responsibility to knowing the word of God, yes. hearing the word of God and actually serving that's good. The word of God. I love that. So so as a woman, we are not put aside. We're not shunned. We are not belittled by Jesus, but he draws mm, out those absolutely. strengths in us um, through all of those stories um, and shows us that we do have a place far more important than just cooking and cleaning. Although we should be faithful in those things, yeah. but we are more so-called to being God's word, learning, doing his word. That's what we're called to do, preaching and teaching his word. We're not exempt, 
but we are called mm. to fulfill the purpose that is what we are absolutely and uh, the verse that i will close off with today is galatians 3 verse 28 there is neither jew nor greek neither slave nor free there is no male and female for you are all one yes. in christ yeah. jesus so men and women stand equal before god yeah. both bearing the image of god himself Stunning. and you know however making one inferior to the other that's not god's you know purpose and goal for yeah. us as we've been speaking and sharing different examples but we were designed to fulfill our god-given purpose yeah that is what a man and a woman were designed for and in order for us to know that we need to actually go back to our creator and be obedient only to him yeah. and his design yeah. will be fully manifest in in us you know as women and men but be speaking to you girl not to a man yes. and in in the full in in the fullest sense to give god glory in everything yeah So true. So so what we're going to do is we're obviously going to put this out there um and we're going to get a couple of um well not a couple some feedback with regards to this topic because we want to hear what the yeah. women out there think. We want to know what your feelings are, what you've experienced. Um and then we'll sort of take a look at that next week. Um and we'll give our opinion and we'll yeah. relate it back to the word because that's what we want to do. We want to always take something and go related back to the word that's Absolutely. that's what we want to do so yeah. until next week we're going to say goodbye you go have a think about this mm-hmm. you go give us of your your views and we will speak to you next week tando Yay, next week okay we're going to end off with a song called i am moved by christy given
like what you're listening to? Follow us on Gab and Twitter at ActiveFM, Instagram at ActiveFM777, and Facebook at forward slash ActiveFM.